What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Podcast Doctor Studios in beautiful Orlando, Florida. I think this is our new home away from home. Absolutely. We are. I am so excited. Uh, I couldn't sleep last night, actually. Yeah. Uh, we have a producer, an engineer. We are big time. We are big time. And we have Phil Bird at the controls. He is the Podcast Doctor. And we are so excited to be with him today. You have a little bit of a message for everybody at home to like and subscribe, yeah? I do. So if you are listening to us on your earbuds and you enjoy podcasts, then please don't forget to follow us because you will get notifications every week about the upcoming episode. But if you're watching us on YouTube, well, hey, you have to hit that subscribe button. I know it's it's a it's like you have to be dedicated to us. It's hard. People don't like to hit the subscribe button right away. But my guess is you've heard a couple episodes. Hit it. Then you can follow us. You'll get notifications. Every week will be an adventure. We require commitment. That's what she's saying. I do. And we're also a fun date. But I, am, I am saying that. We do require commitment. We do, for sure. Uh, I will tell you, if you are watching us on YouTube, you already know that we are about to commence the Montreal episode because I'm wearing my Montreal Expos t-shirt. I got there. If you're listening, buckle up. We got a lot of stuff to tell you about our favorite new city in Canada. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hey, listeners. Ever wonder what it would be like to blow up your comfort zone at the tender age of 50? Well, we did just that. When our last kid went off to college, we hit the road in search of a new hometown. Now we bounce from city to city and bring you along for the ride. This is the Skip Town All-Stars podcast. Welcome back, All-Stars, to another edition of Skip Town. We are super, super psyched to tell you about our adventure north of the border today. We went to Montreal a few weeks back, and we have a lot of information for you. You're going to love this city. What do you think? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. This city was fabulous. Uh, I knew we were off to a good start when I posted my very first photo of us in mm. old Montreal, and everyone thought we were in Europe. Oh, yeah, oh, that's true. I, I, on Facebook, I posted a photo on Facebook, just a random, like, we were we were there, we just landed, and everyone was like, oh, are you, where are you? Where are you? Are you in Europe? Are you in, somebody thought we were in Germany, another person thought we were in France, and I was like, nope, we are in Montreal, and who would have thought just north of the border? I mean, honestly, what did it? I think it's like it was just a few hours from, from Albany, yeah, right. And you are you feel like you are somewhere else, one hundred percent. You feel like you're in a, you feel like you're in a different country. Well, yeah, because sure. you are, yeah, kind of. You are in a different <laughs> you country. You are in a different country. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, but one of the biggest reasons is the exact town city we're talking about is Montreal, which is in the French speaking part. Oh of Canada. Yeah. And all the signs are in French. Oh yeah. All of the restaurant names are in French. It's not a language everybody who has watched the show knows that I dabble in the Spanglish. I have no baseline for French, the French language at all. Uh yeah, I was really surprised, I have to be honest with you, how it is the predominant language. And I think You were surprised? I was because we go to we've been to Europe and people speak English, but it's I think it's that it's that American thing that you just think everyone speaks English wherever yeah. you go, and so yeah. there you get there and they're like, no, 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 we do not speak English. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did actually. So I oh, not I've, much, babe, not much. I, 
You know what, though? All the restaurant staff, all the everywhere we went, there were, in terms of service and all that, uh, transportation, there were enough English-speaking people around. I know that there is a contingent of people in the... So, let's rewind. Montreal is in the Quebec province, mm-hmm. right? And that is obviously heavily French-Canadian influenced. But I felt like everywhere we went, there were plenty of English speakers. It, okay, that it, that is true, but it it's the predominant language. French is a predominant language, and um, I did not anticipate that. I literally thought Canada, English. They were like, no, no. Uh, I did find it a little challenging at times. Uh, I didn't find it as difficult in Montreal as I did in Quebec City, which we also visited. Yeah. But um, it was really funny when you would be walking down the street and you'd see an Asian family speaking French. <laughs> it just completely <laughs> threw me for a loop more than once. It just tells you how, how myopic our worldview can be oh, coming from the United States. I think I'm open-minded. And here I am going, why are they not speaking English? Right, yeah, right. Like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, you know, I had a couple of people tell me ahead of time, like, oh, try and speak French or they're really rude there or whatever. I did not find people in Montreal or we'll talk about Quebec City next week. But... Uh, I did not find people particularly rude there. I, I oh, found, no. I, I just thought it was, if you're from a city of any sort, it just felt like every other hustling, bustling city where kind of people don't really have a lot of time for you or patience for you. Oh, and it was, it was no different than LA, New York, Boston, Chicago, wherever, uh, in that regard. And I felt, you know, once we entered shops or whatever, uh, first off, my big mistake, and you guys, and I say, oh, so we should mention at this point that Patrick was with us, and we were actually piggybacking on his vacation. Oh, yes. Yeah. So if any of you have listened to our episode with our friend Patrick, who lives in Jersey City and works as a news, I say producer, but I know he, he's going to correct me because that's what Patrick does. He uh, <laughs> he's a copy editor. Yes. And um, we joined him on his Canada trip. So this was one of those adventures where we didn't have much planned. I mean, honestly, Patrick even picked our, our locale. He and did. I was forever grateful because uh, it was kind of nice just to show up and Patrick say, this is where we're staying. Because I'm great. usually the one that says, this is where we're staying. Yeah. Uh, so to, where he picked for us to stay was really a fantastic location. Yeah. Uh, he picked an, uh, an apartment. Uh, it was like managed by a company that's sort of similar to Airbnb. It's called Sonder, and it's their version of Airbnb in Canada or in Montreal. So that's actually a company? I just thought that was the name of the place we were staying. No, I believe it's a company. Oh. And um, I could be wrong, and Patrick will correct me. No, I mean, you're probably right. I just saw it on the Wi-Fi when we went to sign in and everything. I I just thought it it was their name for... Maybe it is their apartment. I actually thought it was a service, but I, I could be wrong. Again, I didn't I didn't pick it. I'm not questioning. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking for my own information. Yeah, that's I all. think Patrick did say it was like their version of Airbnb. And he knows he knows better than we do. That's for sure. And uh, I thought, oh, Airbnb. But, but there were three of us, and mm-hmm. it was just easier to do an apartment-style situation. Right. And he picked uh, this location, which is was on it was called, it's a street called St. Dennis and I'm sure I'm saying it wrong but it is No, I don't think you are. I think that's one French word term. Saint I mean maybe Denis? it has a little flair. Saint Denis, but I don't know. 
<laughs> so, you know. That was good. Did I think it's St. Dennis. Do that again. That was really good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it and the street actually ended uh, where Old Town, or I'm sorry, Old Montreal began. And, and if you're going to Montreal, you know, the one thing I should say is that the really popular area it, for tourists is old Montreal. But, you know, we had to ask Cousin Judy before we left. We did. So I did. I sent a quick email to Cousin Judy asking her where should we go, and she quickly responded with a hit list. And uh, we did not get to go to all of those places. Uh, Montreal's big. It's huge. You said it. It's a city. And yeah, it um, it behaves like a city. People are quick. Uh, it's expensive like a city. Uh, it's fashionable, like a good city should be. Yeah, Everyone nice. was dressed so well. That is the one thing that I did not anticipate. Except for me. Yeah, you were just okay. I was just okay. Yeah, you did not have like, uh, the, everyone was wearing stylish shirts. Mm -hmm. You just had your t-shirt. I did. I yeah. just had, I was full on American tourist. Yeah, you didn't have New Balance tennis shoes, but I can't even say that anymore because no, now New have. Balance are trendy. I know, New Balance so, are trendy. Yeah. But, but I was going to say, uh, I was such an American tourist and going back to my wah, wah, wah and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the first place we busted into, remember, I walked in all, you know, American, brash, and I said, Bon Venue. <laughs> remember that? I do. And Patrick quickly, he's like, um, it's Bienvenue. <laughs> And so <laughs> I was trying to be friendly. I was doing my best. Bonvenu. No, I know. Because yeah, I know I do. I, okay. The one thing I will say is every shop or restaurant you walk into, you, you kind of have to say hello. It oh. is considered rude if you do not say hello. So Cousin Judy schooled me real quick. Yeah. I mean, when I sent her that email, she actually picked up the phone and called and said, okay, I sent you an email back, but heads up. Yeah. When you are there and you walk into a store, you say hello to everyone. It's a very American thing to walk in and not even make eye contact. Right. Do not do that there. You're already American. They see you coming a mile away. They're rolling their eyes. Say hello. They will bust your ass. They will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, okay, so you mentioned city. Just let me spit out a few facts real oh, quick before yeah. we proceed. Bring it. Uh, Montreal, the largest city in the Quebec province, sorry. Uh, it is the second largest city in Canada, Toronto being the first, right? Population of 4 million people, right? Uh, ninth largest in North America. Oh, that makes sense. It felt it felt Between big. Mexico, you, the United yes. States, and Canada, right? That would be North America, right? Uh -huh. yeah, uh, yeah. And it's We're the with, second. We, we follow. We do follow. Yeah. Uh, it's the second largest French-speaking city in the world next to Paris. I, I believe that. Yeah. I, I uh, Because it's so large, uh, I do. I actually thought and we're going to get to it, that Quebec City was more challenging with regard to language because almost everyone there spoke French. Yeah. But with regard to population, that makes sense because Montreal is obviously bigger than Quebec City. Yeah. And yes. Uh, and I think if you live there for any length of time, even if you're coming from somewhere else around the world, which obviously many people did, you acclimate and you start speaking French because you kind of sort of have to. Yeah. Uh, did you know Montreal was an island? I actually did not know that until we were there. <laughs> I did not know that until we left. Oh, really? I, mean, I, did, I saw the St. Lawrence River, uh, but that was the only body of water I saw while there. I did not realize yeah, it's You didn't an realize island. it surrounds yes. the St. Lawrence River is basically surrounding Montreal. Well, then I had to look it up because uh -huh. I, 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 was, I was like, why didn't our tour guide tell us we're on an island? Like, just 
it didn't even nobody nobody said even patrick you didn't even tell us montreal was an island but i so had to look it up and here's what i found that it's the St. Lawrence River is one side, mm-hmm. the Prairies River is the other side. Oh, so it is and a different then, river. Yes, and then the St. Lawrence River feeds into the Lake of Two Mountains. Okay. That was that was my research I did. That's very after good. the fact. Man, yeah. you busted out some geography this time. I like it. I did. So let's talk about geography. Montreal is named for Mount Royal. Makes sense, yes. right? Never thought about that as an American going up there. But uh, there are rules. Mount Royal, of which the I think it's Montreal. Oh, look at See you. that? Oh, my gosh. I did it. You See weren't doing that, that, but you weren't doing it while you were there. Oh, no. I was too afraid. <laughs> I was scared. scared. You are going to get the side eye. I was. But uh, one of the rules that I noticed there, I think multiple people told me, was that no building in Montreal can be built higher than the top of that mountain. Okay, you're it's right. It's a rule. It is a rule. And I questioned the uh, our tour guide because we did take a tour. Mm-hmm. That is something we'll discuss in a second. But I said to her, that building is definitely higher. Like we're on the tour. And I said, that building is definitely higher than Mount, Mount, Mount Royal. And uh, she said, no, it's not. And I said, look at it. She goes, it's an optical illusion. Yeah. And uh, she was right. Because once we stepped outside and I looked. You measured it. <laughs> <laughs> I eyeballed it. My eyeballing it was not so good in the building. But of once course. I walked out in about four blocks down, I was like, huh, what do you know? That tour guide who's lived here her whole life was right. Yeah. 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 The building was not higher than Mount Royal. The, bu- the building was not. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about that. It's whole the area. highest mountain in the Montreal area. Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe I said that. Oh. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure you got that. <laughs> but if it wasn't yeah. clear, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's. You want to talk about our tour real quick, or you got other stuff in front? Oh no, let's talk about our tour because uh, that was well. Here's what I will say about the tour. You can you can talk about it. When Patrick mentioned the underground city of Montreal, yeah, you know I thought it was catacombs. I thought it was catacombs too. Like we discovered in Savannah, Georgia, they oh. have all those pirate caves down there. Yeah, and sort of like below earth alleys and stuff uh-huh. where they would drag, you know, the, people would get drunk in bars and then they would drag them out. And basically, uh, what's the name of the, uh, Shanghai them, I believe is the word. <laughs> I think that is the I word. Think it's Shanghai. Oh them. my gosh. I think you're right. Would yeah. that, that was that like rob them and what no, was they it? would basically steal. Them. It's like kidnapping. They would kidnap them and force them to work on a ship. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. what they would do. Yes, yes, yes. So I was expecting that at the underground city in Montreal. What, like, what? I was. I thought we might get Shanghai. Yeah. Oh, you thought we were gonna get. Shanghai. I thought we were gonna get sent oh. down the St. Lawrence River and out to sea. Yeah. No, I just thought it was gonna be a lot of rats, and oh. like old subways. That old we're barrels be- of ale. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> just, <laughs> Black yeah. mossy cobblestones. Uh huh. And then that. Patrick kept saying, "No, no, you have to go. You have to go." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, he's pushing me on this tour." I literally was like, "Why is he pushing me on this tour?" Yeah. Thank goodness he did. Yeah. Because so, what happened when we showed up? What did you see? What was it? Well, I think we met her at the Four Seasons Hotel. We did. So there was no way we were going down to catacombs if we're starting the tour at the Four Seasons. Exactly. It only gets better from there. It did, for yeah. sure. So, uh, so, yeah. So we started at the Four Seasons, took an escalator down, and then what happened? And then what happened was, I have to break out notes for this, sorry, because it's a lot. Uh, the underground city is 20 miles of tunnels that weave through the city. Yeah, but it's not just tunnels, you guys. It's an actual underground, fully functioning city with flower shops, malls, like stores, restaurants, bars, 
train stations that link multiple train lines to each other. Yeah. It's you you could you could effectively live in the underground city, never see the light of day. Yeah. There are campus buildings from local colleges mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. You can take the train from Banks. Your, Yep. From your house because you can take an elevator right from your apartment condo. Uh, down to the underground uh, subway. Well, I'm sorry, underground city, not subway, because it, it's not. It's a city, but there is a subway, many different uh, stations in the underground city where you can catch your train and go right to work, yeah. go to a friend's house. You honestly never have to go above ground if you don't want to. No, and I found a fun fact that we did not discover on our tour, and that is the underground city is more populated in the summer from people getting away from the heat than in the winter from people oh. trying to get away from the cold. So we, I actually thought the opposite. Because remember I asked her, so was this built for the winter? She said she didn't really specify that that was the reason that they had built it. She said initially the cold weather brought mm-hmm. people inside. So, you know, they yeah. wanted to give them an option. But to hear that summer is predominantly the most popular time makes sense because when we were there, we did not it want to. It was hot yeah. when we were there. We didn't want to leave the underground city. Remember? Yeah. We're it was like, nice oh. and cool down there. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice and cool. It was. So, uh, all right. So let's talk about uh, our little adventure, food and restaurants <laughs> and all that. Okay. So uh, we, our tour was pretty lengthy. I mean, what was it? Like two and a half hours? Yeah, it was and long. I, I, was, I remember I was rushing back for work that day. Yeah. And uh, I have to say, I got a lot of steps in on that trip. Uh, in general, not yeah. just in the underground, but being 20 miles and you walk the entire underground, you can do the same above ground. It's, it, it is such an easy city to get around. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, we did take the subway one time because we wanted to go to a different part of Montreal, and that was very, very easy. Their public transportation system is incredible. You have buses, you have the metro. Yeah. Obviously, it's easy to get around on foot. Uh, cabs are easy to hail. Uh, I don't. I found it to be very, very easy. Oh yeah, it's easy to get around for sure. We ended up walking so many places. I mean, we were staying so close to Old Montreal that we ended up eating there. Like I know. Uh, okay. I, I felt like we didn't venture out enough. We went to. We uh, were we were sort of heading into the Times Square of Mo- oh of Montreal. We were like it's true. Three out of the four or five of the nights we were there. Yeah, I think just the ease of it. We did go to Wellington Street one day, which is supposedly hailed as the coolest street in Montreal. Oh, that's right. Uh, we took a metro there, and we remember we were so excited. I had my phone out. I could not wait to record the coolest street in, uh, in Montreal. And in typical Skip Town fashion, what happened? It was a Monday. Everything was closed. Everything was closed. Yeah. It was like a holiday, too, or something, Labor right? Day. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, their Labor Day. It was day. Labor Day, yeah, and yeah. everything was Oh, it was, was our closed. Labor Day. And theirs. They celebrated as well. I know. I did yeah. not know that. When we were crossing the border, we did a post and uh, I said we were escaping all those Labor Day Labor Day sales in the United States, making a joke. And one of my Canadian friends actually said, "Yeah, you're still going to have Labor Day." Uh-huh. And I thought he was just kidding. Oh no, we did. No, yeah, yeah. We, we still had Labor Day. There was <laughs> so, nothing open that day. We went to Wellington. No, there was one vegan uh, restaurant that was open, and we were happy to find it. And everything else was closed. And yeah. if you check out. Our Instagram, I have a great video of us approaching Wellington Street, like in the moment, so excited, and it was dead. It was a ghost town. Yeah. 
It, it was, was a ghost town. It was it was a perfect moment to yeah. capture. Well, let's go back to, uh, I want to talk about, uh, speaking of restaurants, I want yeah. to talk about a couple of our experiences when we went to old Montreal. The first night that we had a great experience, and I'm using that term very loosely, I know. Uh, is when we went to your Greek restaurant. I know. I really wanted to do Greek. I don't know why. I had like a hankering for Mediterranean. Yeah. So I asked you and Patrick... I found, I think, the Greek restaurant myself. It was so adorable. It was on a cobblestone street, corner, I think it was a corner restaurant, if I remember correctly, open windows, like open air restaurant, really adorable, blue and white, looked like you were like in Santorini. (laughs) (laughs) And then we walk in, we sit down, adorable on the inside, exactly how the outside looked, and let's go from there. Let's go from there. So we ordered, we got drinks, everything was great. Mm place was jumping we were like this place is really busy yeah the food must be excellent oh yeah and maybe it was but we didn't get ours until like an hour and 15 minutes later right Uh something like that yeah yeah and when yours came out it It, was ice cold ice cold ice cold yep and i was so hungry that i wasn't gonna send it back so i and not only was i hungry but the truth is it didn't taste very good and so I just, mm. I, I thought, I don't even want this. So I didn't eat it. So I literally didn't eat it. I think I had their Mediterranean. I had a Greek salad that was on the side. That was all I ate. And You had the appetizers. Oh, maybe I did have the appetizers. Yeah, that was it. That was yeah. all you ate. So I didn't night. send it back. Everything was cold. It would have right. taken another half an hour to get your food anyway. Yeah, I got. I think I had a kebab, and the kebabs were charred. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're, black. Yeah. Black as the sole of your shoes. Uh-huh. And I thought, wow, this is how they're going to bring this to me. Okay. I don't know And why. it was cold. Yeah. It was cold and charred. I never send anything back. You, you don't. It's no. weird. I don't know why. I've only done it once myself. Huh, twice now. We're not sender backers. What did I send back? I sent the one thing back that we had in Orlando. Yeah, this the is the nineteen dollar. Yeah, this is the nineteen dollar street tacos. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> didn't even fill a souffle plate. Yeah, but I think you sent something back in Montreal. Did I? Oh, I did. Oh, <laughs> that brings up our second opportunity to have a decent meal in old Montreal. We went okay. to a steak place. Right. Okay. So the Greek place uh, was a bust for me, and I don't know. Did you even enjoy your meal? I'm no because I knew you weren't enjoying yours, and it's kind of you know. Aww, does that little, work like that? Yeah, I mean, it, even you know, Patrick's not married to you, and he was bummed that you know we waited that long for your food and it sucked. So okay, so then the second night, I said, let's make this right. I said, let's go to a steak place. Like, how can you how can you get steak wrong? Like, and so I researched it. Mm. I, as speaking of someone who's been on a grill a few times, there are a lot of ways to get a steak wrong. Well. I realized that at the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I found this one too, or maybe Patrick. I can't remember who found this one, but it was a yeah, we beautiful. Were all up for it. Yeah. it was a beautiful steak place. It was. <sighs> so what happened? Well, <laughs> what happened? we order. The cocktails were great. <laughs> they were delicious. Uh, whatever we ordered for an appetizer, yeah. irrelevant. It was uh, also good. <laughs> we're waiting for our steaks. Forever. Yeah. And it, it took was a, a while. It was like a Tuesday, and yeah. the place was dead. There was only three tables. We were one of the three, okay? That part of being in Montreal definitely reminded me of Paris, how your food takes forever mm-hmm. to arrive. And they're just kind of casually like, it'll be out when it's out. Yeah. I don't know. Whenever Joe in the back is done cooking, that's when you'll eat. Jose. No. Jose? I don't know. Jose? No, Jose is Spanish. Hmm. 
What's Yosef. French? Oh, look at you. I think that's Israeli. Huh. Doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway, Joe. Raphael. <laughs> Raphael. Oh, that's better. <laughs> Rafe. Um, whenever he's done that's when you get your food and that's when we got our food that night yeah when he when he got done smoking his cigarette in the back talking to his girl on the phone exactly he cooked our steaks yeah so and they came out and they were cooked perfectly i I took a bite but you took your first bite and i said it's "It's cold cold yeah it's cold how can it be cold again how yeah so then i said how is yours (laughs) and i said my steak is a block of ice. It's so cool. And it was, if you looked at it in a photo, it was cooked. It was like condenast. Is that how you say that yeah. magazine? Uh-huh. It was, it was that good. It looked like it should have been on the cover of a magazine. Oh, the vegetables that were paired with it yeah. were beautiful. It was like the mini carrots. Mm-hmm. Um, it had uh, a, a little broccolets, I think. It was, oh, I think. Broccolets is a word. Okay. I'm, is it I'm broccolini or block? I don't know. It's like the little broccolis. And then it had something else. But those were. Broccolitos. I don't think so. I think that's it. Those were ice cold. Yeah. Okay. Everything so was cold. The you potatoes and I, were cold. Yeah. The potatoes were frozen. Yeah. Okay. You and I look at each other and then we turn to Patrick who is eating his yeah, he food. Was. He's, He's so eating. hungry. He hadn't I, eaten. He's, he's had to wait a cumulative four hours for his food both nights all in. So I look at him when I say, cause he's sitting across from me and I say to him, is it cold? And he goes, eh, it's okay. He goes, it's room temperature. And so I, so we're paying a trillion dollars. We should have hot steak. Right. So then what happened? So then the maitre d' comes over. Is it the maitre d'? Whoever, the manager. The restaurant oh, manager comes manager. over. Yeah. He comes over. We tell our waitress, hey, these are really cold. The manager comes over. He says, what's the problem? And then I don't know how. Like, maybe, it was the, maybe it was the bourbon. I'm not sure. But I launch into this thing where I go, hi. And I'm trying to be diplomatic about it and not be the angry American whose steak is cold, but it came out and I said, is it customary? Because we've had this experience in as many as two nights, twice in as many as two nights where the food has come out cold. Is that customary here in Montreal? And you two both looked at me like, where are you going with this? Just tell them the food is cold. We're starving. You like went into a storybook. Like you, oh you did. You seriously went into a storybook where you were like, is it, here's how I heard it. Patrick and I are thinking, just send the food back. And you go, is it customary? Cause you know, we've had this twice now where the food is cold in Montreal. Is that how you serve your food? And he was like, no, he, goes, yeah. <laughs> he was like, no. So he. So they whisk away. Everybody comes. It's yes. like it's in a movie where it's like, no, 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 this will never do. And they, you know, everybody comes and yeah. they steal our plates. And Patrick's kind of disappointed. Yeah. As it, Patrick is mid. I, I'm literally, if you're watching me on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, he's mid- chewing a piece of steak yeah. as I'm talking to and, the, and, to and the man- yeah, manager. Yeah. The, the manager says, yeah. is his cold too? And I said, yes, his is cold. And Patrick was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they just take his plate out from under him. <laughs> And he goes, it was room temperature to me. And I said, no, it's cold. Everyone's is going back. That's right. So then then another 20 minutes go by, 30 maybe, I don't know. They bring the food out and they set it down. And why don't you tell the people what happened then? Well, I don't send food back. So I was unaware that they were going to take my steak and throw it back on the fryer or the grill or however they do it. I I knew that's what they were going to do. I had no idea. I thought I was going to get a brand new steak. No. So now my steak comes back. And it's charred, right? Charred. Because before I asked for medium rare. So now it's charred on the outside, black, um, still cold. 
Yeah. Still, Still ice cold. Cold. And yours was cold. And it now, was. Now Patrick's was now legit. Patrick's, <laughs> now Patrick's wasn't even room temperature anymore. It was freezing <laughs> like ours was originally. And so we all ate charred steak because we couldn't send it back again at no. that point. I just, we had given up. And the maitre d' came back and he said, how is it? And Patrick goes, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at us with such a confused look. Yeah. And none of us could even muster to tell him it was cold. We're like, it's fine. Yeah. So the food there in Montreal, I think they serve it cold. I, I guess it's a trend. I'm not sure. Well, it would make sense because there's ice cream places everywhere. They like <laughs> they like the cold. They like the cold. Yeah. To uh-huh. them, anything above uh, minus 32 is, <laughs> is warm. Yeah. So we didn't have a great food run. And people know when they listen to our podcast, we talk about food quite a bit. Oh, yeah. More we so. just did, actually. Yeah. yeah. We did not have a good food run there. We didn't, but I still love the city so much that I've actually messaged the children and said, hey, I know you're all scattered around the country. We are going to uh, rent an apartment in June of next year and stay there for a month. Yeah. And you guys can bounce in and out as you please. I have no idea. I, we learned last summer we can't plan around whatever these kids want to do with their summers. The, oh, no. They're we all cannot. grown adults now. They're all little, yeah. little tiny adultlets at this point. Yeah. And, uh, but you and I decided we're going to go stay there for a month and yeah, just because check out the city for real. There's so much that we did not see. Yeah. There's, we didn't go into one museum. I went into one art gallery. There are hundreds of art galleries. Uh, I'd like to explore more restaurants. Uh, there were concerts happening while we were there. Arctic Monkeys was playing. We didn't get to see them. Uh, the city just has a lot to offer. And a few days we were there for four yeah. isn't enough. No, if you're going to go visit nearly. Montreal, I, I say minimum is a week. So, uh, But the one thing we did do was go past the Olympic Village where they had the 1976 Olympics. We did do that. The only city in Canada to ever host the Summer Olympics. Did you know that? Oh, I did not. The but Summer Olympics. Canada's cold. It yeah. makes sense. That was the Olympics where Bruce Jenner won the decathlon. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And uh, after those Olympics, yeah, uh, there was a boom among baby girls born in Montreal with the first name Nadia. You were going to say Caitlin. S- no, not Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nadia. I- after who? Nadia Comaneci. Yes, yes, the Romanian gymnast who basically swept all the awards at you. And that was in Montreal. She up. That was in Montreal. Oh wow! Fun fact for Gen Xers, right? That's a great fact yeah, for that's Gen a Xers. Throwback. Oh yeah, I love that. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that one with me. Yeah. All right. So speaking of sports, I want to move on. Oh, okay. Because I wanted to talk about something. Oh well, then you go first. I do want to talk about the fashion of Montreal because I mentioned it at the top of the show. You did. So when we go for a month, I'm definitely bringing different clothes. I'm serious. Like I, it was a joke. Why not buy them there, hon? Ooh. I'm just kidding. Please don't. Oh well. Speaking of buying clothes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, J.C. Penney or Kohl's? For me? Well, not me. I like both. Do I have to pick one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Kohl's is a little more modern. <laughs> uh, 
In what way? I need to know. In what way? Because they are well, both just, like, I don't okay. know. It's, I, I mean, I still base my experience off of a lot of the Los Angeles stores that I used to go oh, to. Oh, the Los Angeles Coles and Los Angeles JCPenney's? Because yes. those are your two. Yeah. Okay. Those, yeah. I'm, look, I'm a guy's guy. I just, like, I, I just know want guys, a couple, guys I want a couple button down shirts. I want a couple. I know. I don't go to Nordstrom. I just don't. You all go to Nordstrom. <laughs> therefore, I cannot go to Nordstrom. That's just how the budget works. Uh, but it's fine because I'm cool with going to <laughs> low rent stores like Kohl's, I guess. But um, no, in Los Angeles, like the J.C. Penney, it would be like piles of clothes unfolded and everybody had rifled through everything. So it was a little more like, oh, that was more, you know. Is Kohl's upscale in like it, pay, L.A.? It, I mean, you know, the shirts were on hangers and they were folded and all that. So, okay. yeah, my experience has been Kohl's is a cleaner run. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. OK, so it's Kohl's. If you must know. <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. Curious. Yeah. Why okay. do you ask? What's that got to do with Montreal fashion? Nothing at all. You are not going to find a Coles or JC Penney there, my friend. So oh, you're you right need about to that. pack up before you get there. Oh, so my gosh. hit that Coles before you get there. Okay. I will definitely hit that Coles. What are you going to do? What stores are there? Oh, there's some really nice ones. There is actually a mall that we did not get a chance to visit, which I am going to bring Thankfully. in. Thankfully. I'm going to bring an empty suitcase and oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to going back and, uh, and getting some, uh, some cute clothes. Okay. All right. Enough of that. Like I want to talk about something that you and I have talked about a lot lately. I don't know why it keeps coming up in our conversations. I guess it's just because this person is such an, a cultural icon now, as well as a sports figure, oh. but we've had numerous conversations about this. I want Tom to Brady? talk, not Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady's done. Tom Brady is twenty sixteen. No, he's coming back. He's coming he's back. Twenty sixteen. Go ahead. He's not. He could come back. Actually, he, he does it all the time. Already. He does it all the time. Um, now that he doesn't have Gigi's money, uh, he's gonna have to come back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, we've talked a lot about this, and I'm going to Utah in a few weeks, and I'm gonna see Mia and Cam Rising, and Cam Rising is out. Okay. And that's so inside baseball. No sports fans hardly even know who he is. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) None of our audience, to be correct, none of our audience knows who he is. But um, uh, no, I'm going to be going to Utah in a few weeks with Mia, who talked me into going. It didn't have to, it didn't take much. Mm -mm. Uh, But the Utah Utes are playing the Colorado Buffaloes. I know where this is headed. I know where this is headed. So we're going to talk about Coach Prime because it's come up. You like, it's football season. I always have the games on. Denise will pop in and say, oh, I don't know why everybody hates Coach Prime. I love him. I have loved him for years. Remember when I first met you, I had you wear two earrings just like Dion does? You did do that. Yeah, I bought you the hoops. Oh my gosh, that was your reference. I bought you the hoops. I forgot all about that. You met me, and four days later, you were wearing hoops in both ears. I was like, you got to do Dion. Uh Yeah, I love Dion. I've always liked him. I mean, he's an amazing athlete, and then he, he loves his mom. He That's loves it? his That's mom. That's all it takes. He's just got to love his mom. A lot of he's athletes really love good their to moms. his mom. Are you kidding? Okay. Like he, he Kevin Durant's good to his mom. You don't talk about him. Is Kevin Durant as good as Dion? Is he play baseball and football? I mean, he come did on. not. No. Okay, so that's all. Okay, so the backdrop is uh, Florida. Okay, and Florida I have to State. tell you, Michael Jordan, baseball and basketball, and I know he's nice to his mom, but Dion. Is well, even higher Dion up because actually Dion hit really a home takes run. care of his mom. Let's start there. Okay. <laughs> Dion actually hit a home run, and he scored a touchdown in the same week. The only player in history to do that. So to rewind how that was accomplished, 
Dion was a uh, dual athlete sport. He played football and baseball at Florida State. Fast forward, he gets into the pros, and I believe he signed with the uh, Atlanta Falcons and the originally the Yankees. I forget uh, whatever the order is, but he played for the Yankees and then uh, he played for the Braves. And he also then went on to play for the Dallas Cowboys. Eventually, he stopped playing baseball. It was just all about football. Dallas Cowboys, 49ers, I'm getting the order all wrong, irrelevant. He was He's a Hall of Fame athlete, the only person to play in a Super Bowl and a World Series. The oh, only that's person. amazing. Okay, okay that's so amazing. Th- so that's all accomplishments. Yeah. Why people don't like Dion as much is because oh, I know why. he's super flashy and it's always all about him, right? It's he a, delivers, though. It he can has be, delivered he as can, an athlete. He can be all about, it can be all about you when you're delivering. He has delivered as an athlete, but stick with me here. So when I found out he was coaching at Jackson State, he went to coach uh, his two sons, mm-hmm. Shiloh and Shadur, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Shiloh plays defense. Shadur plays quarterback. Mm-hmm. Both They're probably both going to go to the pros eventually, I, I would think. Uh, that made me rewind a little bit because, you know, back in L.A., I worked on a show yep. for Oxygen Network. Mm-hmm. It was Dion's family. Yep. Uh with Pilar, his uh-huh. then wife, who they're divorced now. Uh, and it just brought back all these memories because I saw all the outtakes on this thing, right? Oh, yeah, he's sassy. He is, but not only that, like every single scene becomes about him. And it was Oxygen Network. It was like the network for women. <laughs> it was supposed to be his wife's show. And he just totally overshadowed every single person in every single show, right? Uh-huh. And so my experience with him is like, eh, kind of over it or whatever. He was a commentator. I think he's super entertaining. I always have. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, from the standpoint of it's always about him, the spotlight's always on him. I'm kind of like over it. Right. So cut to he goes to Jackson State. I know because you've been over him for a little while. Like I have. before he before he coached well, Jackson State. Well, because I had to edit all of his outtakes. Like I had to edit him out of scenes to make the show about actually Pilar. about his wife. I know. Yeah. I know. So it took a lot of work. Uh-huh. And so, uh, whatever. I'm especially passionate about that, but I'm done. It's like you think I wouldn't be bitter anymore, but I am. Uh, and so. <laughs> And so, and so we're going back to those long hours. We are, you were, you were, 2008. Put, yeah, you were like putting in, cutting out Dion. Surly 2008 uh-huh. me right now. Anyway, uh, he goes to Jackson State, historically black college, mm-hmm. right? His two sons are playing with him. It's a fantastic story. Kind of upgrades the program or maybe even turns it around. And all of a sudden, I think he's like, I want to say his record is something like 26 or 30 and six or something like that. And for the previous two years, he, he was, I think he went 11 and 0 or eight. No, I forget how many teams are in the conference. doesn't matter. Uh, he basically won every single game. I think they lost their championship games or whatever, or their bowl games or something. So he had a few losses sprinkled in there. But anyway, now all of a sudden people are flocking to Jackson state. Nobody ever Rightfully was so. before. Right. right. And so it's a big deal. Like Absolutely. the cameras came, the kids came, everybody came. And he put his money where his mouth is. He absolutely did as a coach. So now he comes to Colorado and it was a big thing. We coming, we coming, right? Uh-huh. And those were the hashtags and everything. And I know a lot of people in the Pac-12, especially coaches, and I hate to say it, a lot of white coaches were, you know, oh, we don't wear sunglasses in our press conferences and all this other stuff. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's very know, traditional. He's like funny duddy. Yeah, who've been there for coaches. years. Who've yeah, been yeah. there for years. And he's coming in and he's bringing Dion. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Which I love. Yeah. Cut to <laughs> this year, Colorado, 
they're four and four right now, and I'll get to that in a minute. So it's been sort of meager success, right? Uh, but Colorado, the stadium, the school, has uh, as many sellouts now. This year, they've tied their 1993 record. They've had five games sellout. So, again, the cameras came, the kids came, and all this other stuff. And I will say leading into the beginning of this, uh, this is all going somewhere. And so I would say leading into the beginning of this season, I was like, meh, 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 Dion, it's always about Dion. It's not even going to be about the kids, right? And I kept saying that it's going to be about him getting his two sons into the pros and whatever spotlight he can get. So they've gotten there. And they were in some really close games with some really big teams. Like, they almost came back and beat USC. They did have one slip up in Stanford. They had a 29-0 lead at halftime, and they blew it. And Stanford ended up coming back. But they've been hanging in games with big teams. So now, all of a sudden, it's like, okay, Colorado isn't really going to win their conference this year. But considering that they were a dumpster fire a couple years ago, He's done a great job with them, right? And now everybody's piling on. It's so weird. I've come like full circle and I'm like, leave Dion alone. He's done all this stuff for this school. Like he's had five sellouts. He's, you know. Oh, are you a Dion fan now? I, I mean, I'm just, I find myself defending him, which is a weird place for me because he was out of all the athletes I've ever loved. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been one of them, right? And so now all of a sudden I'm like, don't pile on Dion. That's oh, not look cool. at you. Look, yeah. You came around. I did. I did. <laughs> well, when he had his first run and was doing well at Jackson State, mm -hmm. I seriously was going to send him a DM and ask him if he would coach Ellie's volleyball team at Seattle U. <laughs> but then I stopped myself. Do you know why? Because I started seeing other people doing it. Like there were moms from hockey teams in oh, no like, the Midwest. Oh, no way. Like, yes. Because they were like, we haven't had a win at our high school in yeah. 12 years. Dion, just yeah. you can come on Saturdays. Just give us a little bit of Dion. Oh, my gosh. I know there are colleges all over America right now. They're like, man, I wish we had a Dion. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. I know. So, uh, so anyway, Coach Prime, I do feel bad for Coach Prime. They've lost a couple games, and they've been on a little bit of a slide lately. And you can tell he's a little – like, it's a side of Dion. Aww. We don't get – Coach Prime, we don't get to see. He's, uh, I'm not where worried. Where he's a little sulky in press conferences and stuff. I'm but not worried. Anyway. Next year's going to be – he's just started at this school. Like, next year's going to be the one. You know that, right? Yeah. Like, he's not going to go out like that. Like, he's he's going to be like, okay, last year was last year. Yeah. Dion's going to do his Dion, and he's he's going to be a winner. Anyway, I don't know why it's taken up so much bandwidth in our house, but it has. You and I have had this conversation. Well, because like, you are so not Dion, and I am so D I've always I been know. so Dion. And yeah. I hate the fact that I'm kind of saying, you know what, babe, you're right. People should leave Dion alone a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Who are you rooting for at the Utah-Colorado game? I'm still rooting for Utah. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. I mean, I got a kid. That's where my tuition money goes. So it's all about the Utes. And I, I have to be honest uh, – you know, I historically grew up an Ohio State fan, but ever since I don't want to get too far into the weeds on this, but they had a coach named Urban Meyer who is like he's been scandal ridden everywhere he's gone. Right. Uh, got fired from the Jacksonville Jaguars in the pro in the pros because he was such a tool off the field and away from the team. And. Oh, by the way, he was losing almost every game. So, so I wouldn't be an Urban Meyer fan. You would not be an Urban Meyer okay. fan. And I, to the point where it's like, I have found myself at times, like when I took Mia to the Rose Bowl a few years back, I was actually almost, I was there with the Ohio State fans, surrounded by Utah fans and all that. And I still found myself sort of rooting for the Utah Utes Aww. because they've been this program on the rise. You know, they have a good coach and they keep glimpsing 
like getting over the hump and being like, you know, a top 10 team and all that. And uh, have they ever been the underdog? They're falling short. They're always the underdog. They've historically always been oh, the underdog. Okay. So, so they're coming out of yeah, that. So, yeah. yeah it's always in that conference, it's always been USC, Oregon, uh, you know, occasionally one other team, but uh, or Arizona State way back in the 90s okay. kind of thing. So uh, anyway, so that's my uh, summary. I'm actually excited to go see Coach Prime, but I'm still going to be rooting for the Utes that day. I will be against Dion that day. All right. Yeah. But anyway, hopefully he rattles off a few more wins between now and then. So I think he'll make for an interesting game. I really do. I think so, too. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't have anything else. You got anything else for this one? I'm, I think we we covered Montreal really well. You're going to hit Coles before you head out to Montreal. I definitely I'm going to bring an empty suitcase. That's right. And uh, we're hopefully going to get hot food next time we're there. We're looking forward to hot food. Maybe we should go in the winter. <laughs> if it's so cold outside and we get food at room temperature, it's going to seem really hot. That is a very good point. Change your reservation and let's make it for February. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for this week. Why don't you take them out? Empty nest, full tank. See you guys. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.